0: Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.
1: Are you looking on expanding your audience through podcasting? Learn how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com to learn more. All right, yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Sarah Harvey Yao. Sarah Harvey Yao is an executive leadership consultant, author, and speaker who specializes in helping leaders strengthen their presence and improve their impact. She is the founder of Yahoo Consulting Group and has developed and trained more than 3,500 leaders in six countries. Her work has been seen on CNBC, NPR Marketplace, and Yahoo Finance. Sarah is the author of the book, Get Present, Simple Strategies to Get Out of Your Head and Lead More Powerfully. She also hosts the Whole Leader Podcast show, where thought leaders from around the world come together and explore how to lead and live with stronger presence and impact. Women of the world, Ms. Sarah harvey Yao, Welcome to the show.
0: Thank you. I'm happy to be here.
1: Thank you too, and we are delighted to have you here. And I'm sure our listeners are as well. they are excited to learn more about you and your journey as an entrepreneur? Now, Sarah, I really like what you're doing with your business. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience <laughs> to build a special business that you call your own. As a result of that. Our listeners really want to get to know you and I want to provide that conduit, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about, but well, feel free to comment anytime. But these are just general questions that I have in mind. So let's start with your business. There might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Tell us more about your business and the idea behind that niche.
0: Well, I, I too was in a place where I didn't know really what I wanted to do. I just knew I wanted to do something different than where I was, and that was more than 10 years ago. Um, and it, what my business started as and what it is today is very different in many ways. It has grown as I have grown. Um, and right now the the focus of my business is is. Well, it's always been about uh, working with leaders, but right now it's very much focused on how do we develop the ability to stay present in the moment when so, much, so many leadership challenges are being thrown our way. And that's that, that's the, the crux and the meat of what I do right now. And I do that through speaking, through coaching, and through working with teams.
1: I like what you're saying and I'm sure that goes extremely well with our listeners. But let me ask you, what was the defining moment that you saw the light and made you say, this is my business?
0: Mm. Well, I had um, I left the, my corporate job. I was an internal coach within an inside an organization and I left my job because I knew I couldn't have the kind of conversations I really wanted to have. So I started my business and a few years into it, well, maybe about two years into it, I, and I would say this is one of my more defining moments, was um, I was unhappy with, with my business. I was in debt. Um, I wasn't Enjoying it very much. And I remember saying to my husband as I went to sleep, I said, I just wish I had $20,000 because if I had $20,000, I would start and create the business I really wanted to create and I'd pay off our debt and I would just really love being self employed. And we all said, you know, he said, Oh, that sounds like a nice idea. Wouldn't that be great? And then, I'm not kidding, about four days later, I get a phone call that ended up for a contract, a two-month contract job, full-time, that gave me $20,000. Exactly. To the penny. And that started... That really started everything for me because I, I let go of what I thought I should do and essentially I manifested what I said I needed to go create the business I really want um, and in so many ways I've, I've learned from that lesson I can create anything I want uh, when I know what it is so I, I have followed that um, same pattern throughout these last Ten years to create a business. I am absolutely thrilled with now.
1: Wow, that really gave me goosebumps when you <laughs> heard that moment and the story oh, of yours. Right. And I'm sure our listeners were really glued into listening to that one because I really felt that. And wow, what an wow, what a moment! I'm. Mean, must be a a real a, your defining moment. Must be something like, whoa, this is huge. And could you imagine you put out the intention in there, and then it. It came as a reality, it was a reality, mm-hmm. it was just four days mm-hmm. later. So there is a power of putting your intention out there, because you never know, the universe is going to pull those resources close to you. So put out your intentions out there and work towards it. Thank and you for saying that.
0: You know, ask, you know, it's even more than just attention, intention, as much as I believe in intention, but I was also willing to say, this isn't working for me anymore and I'm not happy, and I think so many people, women in particular, we, we try to just make do with what we have, but time and time again, when I've put my foot down and said, this is not what I want, and I what I want is this, um, it, it's always produced amazing results
1: huge huge i really felt that so thank you for sharing that now your business i'm sure has a vision to be the market leader in your industry and that resonates very well with a particular portion of our listeners but we'd really like to know what was your initial vision that continues to make you drive towards success day in and day out
0: my vision in many ways has remained the same from the beginning. I love working with leaders. I always have. I've been a leader myself pretty much my whole life. And there's something about the development of leaders and helping them become more conscious that I really, really believe if we get corporate leaders to do that, we can change the world. We can change our hunger issues. We can change our poverty issues. We can change violence. We can change the sustainability of the planet when we've got people at the head of corporations waking up and being conscious, being mindful and, and leading the companies that way. So when one leader changes, I see an entire ripple effect from that. And that has been the one vision that's continued to drive me all these years.
1: You are absolutely right with that one and like what uh, I was watching was this documentary by Sheryl Sandberg about her empowering other women to step out there and be a leader, lead in their own ways, lead in whatever they they can in their lives because you know what? Not everyone wants to be an entrepreneur and not everyone wants to be a leader but if you can find that in yourself. Be out there, take the risk and lead in, in, in some ways or in whatever ways you, you can you can lead for other people as well. So thank you for mm-hmm. taking that. Mm-hmm. And now let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this vision into a reality. You know, women entrepreneurs these days are extremely organized, more so than their counterparts. You know, they have the attention to details. They stick to what they do. They have this glue-like qualities that can be admired by a lot of people who are not quite at that level in their business. Apparently, one of those qualities is tenacity the ability not to quit when faced with that situation. And it appears that you have that special quality. What do you think about that? And did you actually use that in the times when doubt, worry, and fear might have set into
0: your mind? Mm -hmm. Definitely. And you know, it's it's interesting, looking back, I don't know that I would have called it tenacity, Um, but I get what you're saying. Uh, What has always driven me is a little bit of what I didn't want. So I knew that I wanted in part to create my own business so that I could create my own sort of life. Um, I had two small children, uh, at the time and well, they're still small, but (laughs) they're just, they're not babies anymore, but I really wanted to create a life I wanted and a schedule I wanted. And my tenacity or my drive in many ways came from thinking about the alternative for myself. Well, I could go get a job. That was the alternative. I needed, I needed the, uh, the income and my family needed the income. So every time I thought of that, I would just get a pit in my stomach. And that, (laughs) and the initial days, you know, or initial years where I was struggling, Uh, that was a drive for me it's like no I don't want that what I want is this other thing so in a way to keep my eye focused on the vision I had to kind of look back every so often and say "Mm, boy I don't want that I want this and look forward
1: I totally resonate with every word you've said because I myself as well I reached that point like like what you said like I I saw something beyond what the kind of lifestyle I have today, and I want that. You know, it was something like what you said—a little bit of what I don't want in that moment. And when I shared this to my family, they couldn't understand because for them, <laughs> having living a, a comfortable job, like, we call it a comfortable job, or and you have security. For them, it was crazy. It was insane. It was an insane idea for me to live that job. But I was telling them, oh, no, I'm not happy with that anymore. I know there is something more there that is uh-huh. worth, um, aspiring for." So. Thank you for your take on that, I really resonated in what you
0: said. (laughs) And yeah, and you just have to let people think you're crazy for a little bit, don't you?
1: (laughs) Oh, absolutely. I mean, sometimes I have to put the blinders on.
0: (laughs) I know, I know, because you can start believing them, but uh, staying really focused on what you want and every once in a while taking a look and reminding yourself of what you don't want can be pretty powerful.
1: Absolutely. Now, let's dig deeper on what happened when you started your journey. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And I'm sure you are no stranger to challenges. Now to get through those challenges takes a very special person and our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges and what enabled you to overcome those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Mm-hmm.
0: It's a great question. There were so many of them. um self-doubt initially was was a pretty big one. Um, and I think we just talked a little bit about how i i just I had to sort of ignore the self-doubt merely because I wanted to create I was very, very motivated to create success for myself. Um, about every I'd say about every three years. My business would go through a major, or want to go through a major transformation, and I, and in every one of those kind of inflection points, what was being asked of me was to look at myself and look inward about my own behaviors, about my own thought patterns, about my own um, beliefs about the world, and I always say, owning your own business is the best form of self-growth and self, um, yeah, self-growth and awareness that you could possibly take. It's been my best, biggest spiritual path too. And in every time my business stopped working and it would, it would go, you know, those first couple years would be really great. And then the third year, something would shift and my bottom line would sort of peter out a little bit, kind of even out or even go down. And every time that happened, I knew, okay, it's another big shift in personal growth for myself. And so the way I've handled my challenges in my business is I have always looked inward. Always. That's the first place I go is what my business is a reflection of who I am and what I believe. And so... When it's not working, I have to look inside and get very curious about my thoughts, about my behaviors, my condition patterns that are are preventing my business from going to the next level.
1: That is huge. And for our listeners out there, you know, this uh, mental reflection to really go deep inside us and find the answers, because sometimes it's just within us. We are busy looking looking for it outside but it's, it's actually within us and if we, we we are able to learn to how to do that to really reflect on ourselves and k- kind of see okay what am i doing what is pre- uh, preventing me to, from doing this and then mm-hmm. take it take mm-hmm. the cues from yourself take the cues from your inner um inner spirit
0: inner soul or whatever you call it inner self mm-hmm. I call it inner self mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I uh, was not able and I don't know very many people that can take themselves through a self growth process. So in the entire time during my uh, and uh, during my business ownership and still continue to do so I've always had somebody like a coach or a mentor um, right there with me pointing out things I couldn't yet see for myself. And that's probably been my biggest, uh, one of my best tools for success is to make sure I am surrounding myself with people who can see things and tell me things that I can't yet see.
1: Huge, huge. Now, let's uh, switch gears for a little bit and talk about how you maintain focus, mental fitness and touch about about this uh, balancing work life issues that we call, you know, being Mm -hmm. a business owner such as myself. I know motivation plays a key factor day in and day out and motivation could mean many things to many people. In the business realm, for example, the ability to stay motivated is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create the work-life balance, particularly if you have a family. Now, mm-hmm. it, it is a challenge, but I would like for you to share with the listeners your perspective about how you look upon your business as a means to balance your life after work,
0: or do you carry work through your life? Mm. Well, I think about this a little bit differently. Uh, I think balance is a really hard thing to find (laughs) or to create. And it's a a little bit like if you've ever sat on a yoga ball, you might find balance for a, a second, but then it's always moving again. And so this constant quest towards balance, I have found that that is not that doesn't work for me. So what I focus on instead is really about being present in the moment. Of course, that's what I teach. Mm-hmm. So this has been my way of creating balance, of keeping myself motivated, of continuing to innovate my business, is really staying present with whatever I'm doing in the moment. And this is tough because our culture is so focused on multitasking and getting a lot done, uh, and being somewhere but thinking about something else. Those are the things that cause me to be stressed out, cause me to be inefficient. I make mistakes. I miss what my kids are telling me. So my, my full-on practice for quote-unquote life, work-life balance or motivation is really about how present am I in this moment right now.
1: I think this is a key, that is the key. And I would like our listeners to take away from this, to, you know, let's not make this work life issues way too complicated because in real life, I mean, as entrepreneurs myself, Sometimes we are so because we are so passionate with what we're doing. Sometimes time flies so fast. But like what you've said, it is being present at the moment whatever that one is you are doing. Like when you, if you are working on your business, if you are with your family, if you mm-hmm. are with your me time, just be present on that one and. Uh, exactly. I think that's the key, and I I'd really agree with you with that one. Like, for example, now, if I if I will, like, for example, at this moment, I'm present with the, with this conversation that we mm-hmm. have. And later on, mm-hmm. if I say, okay, that was my time for my meeting then I will be present on that. So for our listeners, find time for that one and be present on whatever it is that you are doing at that moment. So thank you for sharing mm-hmm. your perspective on that. Now, let's talk about one of the highlights of our show, and that is... Your uh, measurement of success, you know, success—it um, mm. has a different meaning for us. For it is shall I say, it is success is a relative word, but your business financially appears to be doing quite well, and with that success. Mm flows into other areas in entrepreneur's life. Now, we'd also like to say that success is a mindset. And for example, I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving more forward. But in your journey as an, and as an entrepreneur, what's your feelings about success? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success?
0: Mm-hmm. That's a great question.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: they've changed over the years i used to really measure success on by the number of clients i would have or the number of speaking gigs or the number of interviews i'd have um and although i still look to that now you know in in all honesty my success comes from how present am i in every moment so that's a big benchmark i have for myself am i you know am i still so focused on work that i miss out on time with the kids or my husband or or myself or am i so inefficient you know in other places in my life that it's taking away from work so sort of this efficiency and precision in how my life runs that's certainly a benchmark how present i am is a benchmark and I would be silly to not say, of course I look at my bottom line, (laughs) that I have financial goals every year uh, and I I attain them every year, often exceed them. Um, And the true measure of success is could I reach those financial goals with the greatest amount of ease possible? And that's for me what presence brings is if i'm truly present in the moment i there's a flow to the way my life goes there's a synchronicity there's an ease to it and that that's almost a, a better measure for my true success than my bottom line Awesome,
1: awesome. And as an entrepreneur, you obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience. So Mm -hmm. let's Mm -hmm. talk about your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be entrepreneurs. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first back and you are looking at them saying there's more to it than that. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons learned would you give your fellow entrepreneurs, knowing where you came from and where you're headed at? And if you can give them your top three business advice that they can take action on today,
0: what would those three be? Mm -hmm. There's so many. I know, (laughs) there's so many. It's hard to narrow down to three, but... The first one I might say, and not necessarily in order, but the first one I might say is surround yourself with people that believe in you and that support you. Um, I had a husband and friends that really um, thought what I was doing was cool, and on the days where I needed it, I I could turn to all of them and they, in many ways, would remind me why I'm doing it and that I am capable. Two, get yourself support. Don't go at it alone. So if that, again, a mentor, a coach, um, a a mastermind group, get, again, it sort of relates to number one, but get yourself the kind of support you need. And number three, be very mindful of your time and your energy, but very specifically about your money. Um, This has been a really powerful transformation for me when I really started to own And look at and be thoughtful about how I'm using my money and um, And what money is coming in so kind of really developing my uh, Deepening my relationship with money has been very transformative for my business as well
1: Huge takeaways for our listeners. So let me reiterate those uh, three that you've just shared So one is to surround yourself with people that believe and support you in what you're doing and to get yourself support or help like having a mentor surrounding yourself with mastermind of like, like-minded like individuals and three is to be mindful of not only your time and your energy but your numbers your money because that's why you are in business uh, in the first mm-hmm. place so thank you for being generous in sharing those uh, three tips for our listeners Um, today. Now, share our listeners an internet or a tool or a resource that you use in your business Mm. that's radically changing the way you do business.
0: I love this book. I'm going to tell you, I I love my books, but I love this person's book even more. (laughs) It's called The Big Leap and the author is Gay Hendricks. So again, the title, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. And it's one of my absolute go to reread books. And it talks about how we stop ourselves from, from succeeding. And um, he, he refers to them as upper limits. And I think he does a beautiful job of, of addressing the emotional issues that come along with success and what happens when we're trying to expand in our success and how we sabotage that. So that one's been a, a game changer for me
1: absolutely i love that book as well and that's the big leap by Kay Handbeck. so for our listeners out there that's one uh, very good resource book and a book that you can get and start uh, reading and expanding your mind and your and it's in uh, your business as well so thank you for sharing that now can you share with us if um a success quote that you can live our listeners with today
0: Well, I think this will probably not surprise you but the code I'm going to suggest is be present in every moment. It's my motto I live by, it's what I teach and every ounce of success that I've ever had has come from being able to be present.
1: Be present in every moment. Love that, love that. Now, share if you are a... I was gonna say that the, the, uh, for our last um, question here is that y- in my mind, Sarah, you are a superhero or shall I say superheroine because you've done this, <laughs> you've done that, but you've also experienced a lot of challenges that our listeners definitely relate. So if I may ask, who is your favorite superhero or superheroine and
0: mm. why? Right now, I have a big crush on Eckhart Tolle. Um, I don't know if you've heard of him, but he did quite a big series of um, work in, in presence. He is the guru of presence as far as I'm concerned. Uh, he worked with Oprah, his book, A New Earth. Um, he did a whole, a whole series with Oprah on that. But he is an absolute master in, in presence and, and, and deepening it in every moment. And so right now, he's, he's my superhero
1: so Sarah that's that's the the, the e. version, the woman version of e. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: Damn it! I wish I if I could be that I if I could be as masterful as he someday I I would I would be pretty darn happy about that. Absolutely.
1: Now share our listeners what's the best way that they can connect with you and kind of watch how you grow and succeeding more so that they can serve as an example for our own efforts and we all can be more than we are today.
0: Oh, I would love it. So my website is ww.yao and that's yao consulting.com. And if you go to, um, to my homepage, there is an offer for, for your listeners and they can um, have access to the whole leader podcast where I talk with um, other leaders about becoming present and deepening our impact, as well as my special report that I have, which is called um, Five Ways We Dilute Our Impact as Leaders and How to Stop. So both of those are available on my homepage. And then of course, we're on Twitter, uh, Sarah, Harvey, Yao, so um, without an H, Sarah without an H, Harvey and YAO. And then on Facebook, Yao Consulting Group. We would love to have you follow us there.
1: Awesome, awesome, and thank you for being so generous in sharing those resources for our listeners today. And for those who weren't able to write that down, that's yaoconsulting.com. I think that's easiest way for you to to write that. Or, or for those who are driving while you are listening to this, I'm mm-hmm. gonna have those links and the resources on our show notes. So don't worry if you weren't able to write those down. I'm gonna have them on the show notes as well. But for those who are you for, for those who are able to do so write it down yaoconsulting.com check out the leader podcast that Sarah has just shared and that fi- the, the special report that she's offering us um, five ways uh, that five I, I was so slow <laughs> in writing it but it, it was the special report Fun, again. yeah
0: five ways to dilute your impact and um, and how to stop
1: there you go so that's yaoconsulting.com and uh, Sarah thank Thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, your expertise for being a role model to many and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business Mm -hmm. and in your life.
0: Thank you. It's absolute pleasure
1: podcasting is taking the world by storm. If you are a marketer and not using this platform, your business is missing out on a big opportunity to reach a wider audience. Find out how you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast and take your podcasting skills from novice to experts. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com now.
0: Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top three iPhone apps that these high-achieving women use to get things done lightning fast today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash apps for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.